the grand finale We coming through with the Madden family And only the baddest athletes gonna survive When you see four or five of my guys Piling up on top of you in front of your eyes Feel the impact, dual shock, start the kickback Hey yo, it's Madden 2001 You need to get that and feel like you in the game Playing for real, it's like royalty So nil It's like hot one, hot two Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of This Week in the NFL here on the North-South Connection Podcast Network. Gearing up for Week 18, final week of the regular season, first Week 18 in league history. Exciting stuff last week. We have the three-man booth back in place. Myself, the Cowboy, coming off the uh, coming out of the protocols today and joined by the two elder statesmen, John D'Amato and Cowboy Senior. So, John, how's it going? Awesome. Week 18. Uh, glad you're feeling better. And I, I hope, every, hope everyone out there is uh, feeling better. Everybody seems to be uh, getting through this okay here. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say, uh, you know, kind of, kind of, like I said, very similar to, very similar to the, to the NFL in my household here. We, uh, we all kind of caught it and we're, we all seem to be getting, getting by. So, can't complain there. Senior, how's it going? Uh, it's going good. Making the best of a big snow day up here in the Northeast. Uh, I actually wouldn't be sitting here relaxing right now if uh, it wasn't for the snow day. I kind of canceled things that I would have been doing. But the only thing I did was a couple of hours ago, finished about two hours of shoveling outside and uh, came in and had a nice Bloody Mary spiced with some nice Dustin Poirier hot sauce. And <laughs> what so a Christmas I, gift! I am totally prepared here for the. That Secret Santa gift uh, was a go. win. Uh, All right. Actually, this morning I had scrambled eggs with Dustin Poirier hot sauce on it as well. <laughs> so it's been it's been that kind of a day here. You give you credit. Cold, you know. Give you credit, <laughs> you're, When you're in on something, you're you're all the way, hundred <laughs> percent. Very you good. Go. The only way to be. So. You know, you're making me feel, um, making me feel lazy. But instead of shoveling, I just just shot a PayPal over to the to the guys who plow the drive, <laughs> plow the driveway, and I feel pretty good about it. I feel okay with it. So we'll say that I did that because of my weakened state and ignore that we've been doing it for three years. <laughs> One of the rare days where uh, I put in some work and uh, you didn't. Uh, Roger. There we go. See, that's it. That's it. You guys, you guys don't really have to work otherwise. So we'll blame it on that. Yeah. The snow is about uh, you know, three, four days a year. That's it. I got to do, do my big drive on the old man's. So I took care, took care of some business. Oh, you're a good man. John. No way, you're a good man. If you're ever down here and you want to make some extra cash. Nah. <laughs> come on by with the shovel. I'll tell, I, I'll tell the, I do it I'll for tell the, the plow guy to stay home. I do it for the fitness and the exercise. I don't need to pass on the cash. Yeah, you know, 50 bucks, 45, 50 bucks for you, John, whatever you need. All right. Next. So week 17, fun week, fun week. Definitely had some, had some surprises. John and I did the show last week, the two of us, because senior for a retired guy works a lot and was, uh, <laughs> and was unavailable. Um, but we had some surprises. Some things played true to form. It sets up a week 18. That's kind of like, yeah, not, a, not a whole, like, like there's not a whole lot of drama is what I'm going to say. So let's talk about some of the big week 17 games first, where there was plenty of drama. Uh, the first big story is and John and I spent a fair amount of time on this game. Was I, I guess the Bengals are for real, right? The, I mean, this is, this was a gut check. You know, if you're if you're a team that's for real, you you you're in this game. If you're not for real, you get blown out. It looks like they might get blown out. They came back, and some baffling coaching at the end. But <laughs> but they but ultimately they got it done, and they did deserve to win the game. Thirty-four, thirty-one. Burrow throws for a thousand yards over two weeks. To Really, I mean, they're going into the playoffs hotter than a firecracker on the 4th of July. The Chiefs, this is the first time their defense has kind of let them down. And I'd like to get you guys' thoughts because I really, 
I thought, I mean, I, I, I thought this was going to be a lower scoring game. I really had come around on the Chiefs defense. And I watched the game, and I don't think the Chiefs defense played that bad of a game outside of, outside of the one play where they lost Chase, which was a big play, but they lost Chase. Outside of that, it, it was really good offense by the Bengals. And I mean, specifically, just one guy just dominating on a bunch of 50-50 balls. I mean, you could argue they should double, should have double covered him. But outside of that, I mean, that's one of those connections. I think that's kind of just tough to stop when they're on. It's a great win for Cincinnati by the biggest, biggest win for the Bengals in at least a decade, in my opinion. John, what were your thoughts on the game? Yeah, exactly that. Uh, that that could be the only uh, uh, criticism is you got so some somewhere down the uh, halfway through the game you got to realize you got to you got to double the man. But that's but that that's a, a compliment to the to the various weapons that Cincinnati has with uh, you know Boyd, the the tight Higgins. ends, and the Higgins. Yeah, so they didn't give much. Out. I mean, the Chiefs they did get a, you know they did get four sacks, so they they did get to the quarterback a, a few times. So you, you can't blame it on a, on a lack of pass rush. It's uh, it, it's just like you said, when Burrow's got the quick release and uh, and Chase is hot like that, there, there's not much they could do. Any concerns going into the playoffs for Kansas City based on this game? I mean, it's almost certainly costs them the number one seed, right? Which, which is a big deal, right? Got to play an extra game beyond that. Nah, because uh, the the Bengals played just about a perfect game. There's zero turnovers, and uh, to, to, and they barely uh, and they barely pulled it out. And and I, I think in the in the playoffs, uh, it'll it'll come down to coaching. And 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 you saw what happened. It's uh, when you have a chance to take the lead, don't ever try to play the clock and uh, and the lead and and the score at this at the same time. And that, that it, it, they were very fortunate it didn't backfire on them. Uh, the penalties helped them out, but uh, you just take the lead. You just take the lead when you can, and you gotta and you gotta leave it. You know, your defense gotta make a stop or whatever. I mean, you know, that's not up. even that's not even the analytics play. I mean, that's yeah, you can't grind it down. But that I mean. You get why they were doing it, right? Because they, they don't want to give so the ball. so scared of Mahomes, yeah. They don't so want to give the ball to Mahomes needing only a field goal with 40 seconds left or whatever. But, I mean, you got to take the points. You just have to take yeah. the points, right? And, I mean, finally they did, but very, very fortunate. Um, there's a, like a John Harbaugh moment is what we call that. Ta- just, Taylor would have got – he would have got torched if that if that didn't go their way. Uh, and and uh, the, the penalties are the only thing that uh, – that saved him there. Otherwise, uh, he would have he would have took a lot of heat. So, if, and I, if, I mean, frankly, the the one that really saved him was the the hand to the face, right? That yeah. I th- sometimes I mean, in that situation, that doesn't get called. Sometimes, you know, I mean, it's crazy craziness. But he finally yeah. took the three. <laughs> Very fortunate. I have a feeling uh, some something's going to come back to his, his lack of coaching experience. Going to come back to bite him in the playoffs. Uh, maybe in the, maybe in the first rounds uh, versus your boys. Uh, where he, you know, he might get taken advantage by a, a much uh, more experienced, better coach. So, so but, senior, but, sorry, good sorry, win for sorry. The, no, good win for the Bengals. Otherwise, no, very good. win. Senior. So you were not here last week, but we talked a bit about Bengals Ravens. And first of all, I just, I just, be, I, not to go back two weeks, but I just wanted, <laughs> I want your take on, on kind of the the play that happened toward the end of the game where the Bengals threw deep to Joe Mixon and then Harbaugh went to midfield and complained about it to Taylor. What, what were your thoughts there? Yeah, well, let, let Harbaugh cry, the jerk, you know. Um, Burrow put him in his place after the game. I listened to your podcast and you, you pointed it out extremely, extremely well that, that he was the knucklehead that cried earlier in the season and now... And now he's gonna he's gonna complain about this. He's the guy who uh, ran a meaningless play when you should have been taking a knee to keep the hundred yard rushing streak going, which was one of the cheapest things I've ever seen. And now he's gonna cry that a team's run, the team's running the score up on him. I mean, you know how I feel about Harbaugh, and that just that just shows you shows you why. You know, he's he's just an a hole. 
just a rough, honestly, just a rough couple of weeks for the Harbaugh family in general. Oh, yeah, that's to, too bad. You really hate yeah. to see it. You hate to see it. Yeah, that that Jimmy went finally from his big high. Finally, one year he beat Ohio State and won the Big Ten. And my God, I don't know if you talk to people going into that game. They were, I mean, I talked to, I know, I know a lot of people who gamble on football and all of them were saying in those two games, man, Michigan with the seven and a half points, that's just easy money. They just handed it to us. Michigan's so hot. They got it rolling and they get, you knew that you watch the game and if all you had to do is watch the first five minutes and you could see that they were completely overmatched. So that was sweet to watch. You got to tell your, you got to tell your gambling buddies that. Even as a guy who's not a huge college football guy, you'll always be successful. Just, just go with, up, go with the spend, SEC. Spend on the SEC team, and yeah, you're gonna no, win more than you lose. Yeah, you got well, then you got a little conundrum in the national title game, but that's not the first time that's happened, right? There's Correct. two SEC teams. That kind of tells a story, but yeah, yeah, the Harbaugh brothers had a rough weekend. That's that really pained me. Screw that. Yeah, really. I mean, that five-game losing streak for old John. They're out of yeah. the playoffs. I mean, hate to see them lose another one right at the end. One point. Yeah, it's too bad. Yeah. Now, Kansas, really bad. Kansas City, Cincinnati, senior. You got anything to add there beyond yeah, what John game. and I talked about? It was a real entertaining game, a great game. And, and you guys called it. You just got to gotta give the Bengals all kind of credit because it's not like the Chiefs defense didn't show up. You pointed out the one blown coverage play. But besides that, it was just high, high, high level offense by the Bengals to come back from 14 down a couple of times and and win that game. And that's that's the Bengals, you know. We've we've said it. We've had times this season where we're all impressed with them and they're rolling. And other times we say, "My God, they're the Bengals again." But I mean, they're the Bengals going into the playoffs, and good for them. You know, these playoffs are going to be so much fun. Yeah, through this week, but you know, every year. And then in a lot of years, in fact, you see it's you, it's a smaller bracket, but it almost looks like your March Madness bracket if you'd pick it before the NFL playoffs start sometimes. I think this could be one of those years where we see some where we see the chalks go down early. I, I think it's going to be wild between COVID having people out and just the way the NFL's been this year. I think we're going to the, the playoffs are going to be really hard to pick where pretty much almost any team in each conference could possibly get to the Super Bowl. I'm going to, okay, this is a good lead-in for me. I'm going <laughs> to, there's one team I'm going to exclude from the AFC, saying that that's the one team that I don't think has a legitimate chance out of all the teams that are in the playoffs. And it will be the winner of the biggest game this weekend. I don't think San Diego or the Raiders has a chance. I think all the other teams have a legitimate chance. I think San Diego's a, a, a freaking Los Angeles, sir. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. The old, man, the old man in me. The Chargers are, I'll call them the Chargers. It's easier. I just an imposter. They, they're a soft team that can't stop the run. And they got a flashy offense that's inconsistent. And they might beat the Raiders this week. I don't know. The Raiders have looked like kind of like a team of destiny. And it was, it was kind of fitting this week. Something we haven't touched on. Um, uh, we're a football podcast, and I don't care. I don't care what team you, who your team is, who you love, who you don't love. We lost an icon this week, a guy that probably meant as much to football as anyone in my lifetime. When you look at what Madden did as a coach, as a, as an analyst, the video game, everything. The, the man is is just bigger than life, and it was kind of fitting that the Raiders once again. You know, came up with a win against against a really good team and kept their playoffs hopes alive. You get the feeling that Big John was up there watching that game. But I mean, if they beat the Chargers, I don't I don't think they have a chance to get to the Super Bowl. And I think the Chargers are softies. So that's my lead, that's my playoff lead. And everybody else in the AFC playoffs has a legitimate shot except the winner of that game. Even though that's the biggest game this weekend. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's a huge limb to go. I don't. I mean. They, they're both huge. Oh, uh, oh, there are people that believe in the Chargers. I and I don't. I know. I think you're. I think you just had a conversation with one guy. There's, <laughs> there's not. There's not. <laughs> I haven't seen too many. Too many super. I mean, you got to be out of your mind to pick the Chargers for the Super Bowl. I mean, you know, Rex Burkhead 
Rex Burkhead ran all over them. But, it was soft. Yeah, no, and they, they win a game, then lose a game, then win a game. And we'll, we'll get into some playoff stuff later. I have some I have some thoughts. And, yes, a huge Madden fan, right, the, the, the commentator, the coach, and yes, an icon. I am a uh, I am a huge or over the course of my life have been a big big video game Madden football guy. I used to play competitively for for quite a long time. So we lost an icon. So we love you, John. And when Senior first started talking about we've lost, you know, we've lost a heavyweight in the in the NFL. I thought he was talking about AB. But. <laughs> But you pivoted correctly. I was going to say, see, there one too many Bloody Marys. Call it be an icon, though. Great talent, an, ama- an amazing talent. We'll we'll stop right there. So no, let's good- talk. I mean, it's a huge it's a huge story. So we got to talk about it. <laughs> a lot has come to light since then, or maybe it hasn't. But that is, at least for me. And I've, I've re- I really thought about this. I think it's the single weirdest thing I've ever seen on a football field. <laughs> to just like, what the fuck is he doing? What is he doing? <laughs> what about you guys? <laughs> yeah, you can't even, I don't even know what to say. It was the most bizarre thing and all the stuff that's come out since. But, but yeah, the way he exited is... It's uh, it's the ultimate AB. You know, he he's had wacky departures from every team he's been on, and now he took it to the max. And and you would think probably it's fine. It's finally the end of him in the NFL, but you can't say that for sure either. But it was the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in a sporting event. I can go back. This is okay. The only thing I can compare it to, and it's something I didn't really witness. And this is a guy who had real mental health issues. But I I can remember my father telling me the story. So this goes way back. It was before my time of a, a guy who was a great, great Red Sox center fielder, Jimmy Pearsall, who had mental health issues and who in the middle of a game decided to climb the backstop at Fenway, climb to the top of the backstop. That's This is about as bizarre as that. And this one was in front of a lot more people with... Uh, communication being what it is today compared to them but that was just a story of something i i couldn't i've i've seen the movie fear strikes out didn't see him do it but to witness this in real life was about the same so it's, it's too bad i guess from a football guy john i'm sorry no i remember from the the legend from jimmy psl he hit his uh, 100th homer and he ran the bases backwards and that's another one yeah, <laughs> and I and I saw Steve Lyons drop his draws at first base. You know, I'm just, so these are some wacky things in baseball. I guess football, AB just matched the ball, maybe topped the ball. John, from a football standpoint, like for, I mean, we talk about you know OBJ, OBJ and Metcalf. This is it. This is the ultimate diva receiver, right? No one's ever gonna top. AB yeah. from, a, from a diva. <laughs> I just, I just, I just hate that it got so much attention. That you know, it's a, that it's a top story going, and also the, you know, it's disappointing how the uh, the games turned out that there's not too many like playoff positions on the line, and you know, we're waiting on huge upsets in order for stuff to happen. So that's this point too. But I, I guess a mixture of that was was why it was a top story. But it, as far as it wasn't really anything surprising. Uh, nothing that guy does is, is surprising. It wasn't even, uh, you know, I wasn't uh, like as shocked as, as everybody was. It's, you know, if you followed his career, that's pretty much, <laughs> it, it, it's no surprise at all. And, and, it, and it's just a shame that he, he's he's like playing for like like one of the top, you know, one of the most players coach ever. A guy that's pretty much uh, just show up and, and don't give no how you could do whatever pretty much what you want during a week and just show up and play. <laughs> and so for him to try to throw, you know, Arians under the bus, uh, you know, who pretty much has, has blinders on, lets the guys do whatever they want as long as they show up on Sunday. You know, I, I, I can understand if it was like a, a disciplinarian coach to, for some of those accusations, but it, it's not. I mean, he not, threw not, Brady under is, the bus too yeah, a little bit today. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's just, he's just, he's, he's just, you know, he's a little off. 
But from a football perspective, John, big loss for them with Godwin oh, yeah. already out. Yeah. Big, I mean, big enough loss for them. I mean, I, I highly, highly doubt that they're that they're winning another Super Bowl. I don't see it with 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 what they have. I think I think he needs at least two of those three receivers. And I know this guy, you know, Grayson has stepped up. But I mean, they went life and life. What was that, senior? The guy's just a track star, really, just learning to play football. So to expect yeah. a lot from him is expect is, seems unrealistic. And lost in this, I mean, they went life and death with the Jets, and the Jets kind of like ran the ball on them, which yeah. isn't something that that happens too often. So they, I mean, it was a great drive by Brady at the end, of course. But I mean, that's the Jets' defense. It might be the worst defense in the whole NFL, where. I mean, they're not they're not the number one seed, right? So they got to play the extra game, and I, I have trouble seeing them come out of the coming out of the NFC. I think I think they peaked a little too early. I think they could have absorbed the AB loss with Godwin healthy, but with kind of a dinged up Evans and Gronk is still very good. He had a good game in this game, but he's not he's not the Gronk from five six years ago, the athletic freak that he used to be where he can be your number one guy for a sustained playoff run. So I see a lot of questions, a lot of question marks in the NFC starting with them. Yeah. The thing that happened last year with them, Raj, if you remember, you know, we we focus on the weapons and all that stuff, but come playoff time, that defense became a different defense and really, really, really stepped up in the playoffs. If that happens again, you got to say you give them a chance. You know, yeah. if that happens again, they could muster enough offense with what they have. If the, the, their defense went superhuman in the playoffs last year, I don't know if they got it in them again. But if that defense does have it in them again, they have a shot. Yeah, well, Levante like David in last year's playoffs. Levante David being out is a uh, is yeah, huge. He, a, he's he's a beast on that defense. A uh, big difference without him. I mean, their pass. I mean, I know their run defense was bad this week, but their pass defense has been a sieve yeah. all season. Which, if you think about the teams that they have to play, <laughs> most likely in the NFC, not a good combination, right? Going into Green Bay with a horrible pass defense, as an example, right? Not, not not a good not a good combination for them. So we'll see what happens, but they are basically. They're, they're, they they playing for the two seed this week, John. I don't. I have the. Uh, let me see. What I have my trusty guide here in yes, front of me. Yes, yes, yes. For for that second home game, uh, so it is. So it is kind of big. So they will be. They will be going hard. And it's against the Panthers, the Panthers, who they yeah, just who the they just completely destroyed. Yes. Last well, week. again, again going back to their run last year. The only home playoff game they played was the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So that so they'll be in better shape than that this year. As for, well, they won't get the home Super Bowl, but to get there, they they'll have at least one home game. It seems. So yeah, if they win, it'll be two. So yeah, if they take care of business versus the Panthers, uh, I, I think that they're going to need it th- th- this year. Well, they should. And, be, and, they should yeah, be able to do that. Yeah. And going going to what you said about like you know the first round upsets, I, I think that's that's due because this year there's hardly been uh, any home field advantage. Uh, I think it's about 50-50. Uh, yep. guy's close to it. Yeah. So you, you you see a lot of teams that even play better on the on the road. But uh, I have a yeah, feeling that, that that's going to change. That. It. I have a feeling that's going to change in the playoffs, and the playoffs will be more uh, more, more to chalk where the, the home teams have the advantage. But but we'll see. So I'm looking at it here, and the the Rams are currently the number two seed. So and they hold a tiebreaker over the Bucks. It says. So the Bucks would need the Rams to lose, which could very well happen. Oh, right, the Rams. Forty Niners handle the Rams pretty well, so it's very possible. Right, the Rams. Forty Niners are playing yeah. for a lot. Sure, the Rams beat them. Yes. Okay. Correct. So as of, as of right now, if things were not to move, you would have Rams, Eagles, Bucks, Niners, Cowboys, Cardinals in a rematch of again the next game we're going to talk about. So, so John, this is what I've come up with after watching 17 weeks of football. You ready? Let's hear it. All right. 
So when I'm thinking about the Cowboys, I look at the other team. And if the other team is over 500, <laughs> then the Cowboys just aren't going to win the game. What do you think? Well, it's not that simple. But, <laughs> not, but, but let me tell you this. Uh, I, I don't know if the Cardinals uh, are going to want to even win a division. I think the Cardinals are going to want to stay right where they are and play, and play the play the Cowboys the first round. Uh, Murray's undefeated in that stadium. Uh, he, he, he seems to be very comfortable versus the Cowboys. So. Uh, that's going to be interesting. As far as the Cowboys go, yeah, they they pretty much abandoned their run game, and uh, now they lost a, another key weapon with Gallup. And uh, you know their defense take, takes a lot of chances. Uh, uh, Kingsbury's pretty pretty much uh, got a good handle on uh, on how to get to get to that Cowboy defense. So I, I think they're going to want they're they're going to be dying to play the Cowboys again that first round. Absolutely. And that game, that game wasn't even as close as 25-22. They, no, they, they no, got typical, yeah. typical Cardinals. Yeah, closer, closer, closer than it needed to be. But I, 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 and I said that in jest, right? But if you look at it, the Cowboys have really, really only beaten one good team all year, and it was at the Patriots, Week Six in overtime, before the Patriots went on that run. These are their other wins. Chargers, Eagles, Panthers, Giants, Vikings, Falcons, Saints, football team, Giants, football team. The best team other than the Patriots, I guess, is the is the Eagles, right? Who but it just and then they lost to the Raiders, they lost to the Chiefs, they lost to the Cardinals, and they lost to the Bucks. And then the, and the Broncos, who are not very good, but that was a weird game. <laughs> so I think, you know, I feel like they're the team that they, they take care of business when they play someone shitty just based on talent. But then when the talent evens out and they're playing a, a competent team, their their holes are more magnified. Their lack of an even reasonable NFL head coach is magnified and. I don't know, man. I mean, if I'm anybody, anybody, any any one of those lower seeded teams, that's where I want to go. I want to go to Dallas <laughs> in yeah. the first round. The, their defense relies heavy, heavy, heavy on getting those turnovers, and and you just, you're not gonna get three, four turnovers when you play uh, Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay, when you play Brady. You you might get one or two, but you're not gonna get uh, like a lot of those games. They get they even Kyler. Kyler doesn't games. give yeah. it up a lot, you know. I right. mean, they have they they. Right it's a little bit of a safe game plan. I mean, honestly, the Cardinals, the way they closed that out was excellent, right? Four minute drill. And that was without a uh, Connor. So Connor will be yeah. back for the playoffs, right? Yeah. Most likely. Yeah. And he's, he's been uh, close. And, he's been close he, the last two weeks. Yeah. And, and he leads the uh, NFC in touchdowns. So, so even without him, so that, if they get their closer back, you got you gotta, you gotta like the uh, Cardinals if it's a rematch. And then, so the the card the Cowboys are playing the Eagles this week on Saturday, right? And yeah. it's is is it basically meaningless for the Cowboys yeah. most likely? But the Eagles need the game. Now the Eagles are in, and the Eagles have clinched as well. Yeah, the Eagles so, are in. That, that, that so this could uh, be a back backup special. Yeah, this this can be an exhibition type game. Uh, sure. All right, so we're not even gonna pick it. If we yeah. were picking, if we were picking it, and they, they if they play their starters, I pick the Eagles because yeah, they a, are because they're over five hundred. Yeah, it's disappointing how it worked out where they they they, this, they had these uh, big Saturday games that they're souping up on the uh, on the ESPN, but they're they're both meaningless pretty much. Dad, what were your takeaways from Cowboys Cardinals? Uh, you guys pretty much covered it all. You know, the Cowboys are a funny team. You know they. They always get a lot of publicity because they're the Cowboys, you know, and and when they win, they tease you, they intrigue you, because when you look at the talent level, especially in the skilled position players, you think that they can be really good. And you look at the flash they they have, you know, you got a guy like Diggs on defense who as good as he is. As John pointed out about them counting on turnovers, yeah, he'll he'll get picks, but he gambles so much that against a good team, you figure 
one of these one of these high quality quarterbacks is going to burn them a few times in a game. So that's a funny team. good point. They've got, they've got plenty of stop power. You know, they've got the defense. They've got the defensive rookie of the year. But the sum of the parts doesn't equal, you know what I mean? They're one of those teams where you look at the talent level and you're so intrigued. But as you pointed out, when they go against good teams, it just doesn't get done. And you can put some of it on McCarthy, no doubt. But there's something missing there. You know, that's the talent level. They just they just don't don't reach the level you think they should with the amount of talent they had and have at a team like that probably isn't going to get through the playoffs. It's like the Celtics. I I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, that's a a bad subject right now. This is a football (laughs) show. (laughs) But also, uh, also it seems the offense, as explosive as as they've been, uh, a little out of sync. Like, Dak doesn't have that that chemistry. Other than that WFT game, he's he's been pretty bad for six weeks. Yeah, which because it's crazy, but true. You know, as good as he can look, he has been in a bad run. And he, he's got a, those it's, studs. It's with Cooper and Lamb. Yeah, he doesn't. He doesn't seem to have that chemistry though with Cooper and Lamb. Even though you know they have the numbers they put up, but but it it seems like uh, his only uh, his bailout is like Schultz. He really looks D- for Schultz on the third down. Yeah. yeah, And now Gallup's done for the season, which which does hurt them. Yeah, but it helps. Uh, Jarwin might be back, so and, and he likes to throw to his tight end, so that that may help him a little bit. Uh, they and, they would be a whole lot better. I mean, they got two good backs if they in that offensive yeah. line. You would think they should be able to run the ball more effectively than they do. Yeah. Zeke, Zeke is. I mean, stay with it a little. I don't know. I think Zeke is more of a good back in name than in than in actual practice at this point. I mean, he's yeah, but he's not bad. And Pollard's a damn good back. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think they, they should play that they should play Pollard more. I mean, I think he's pretty clearly the better guy at, at this point. Um, yeah. But the old line, like like Zeke's four years, that that old line was a brick wall. Uh, he, he would he would have be four or five yards downhill before he even got touched. So now the the offensive line, it, it's not you know the dominant force that it once was. It's it's still just you know it's a pretty good offensive line, but but it's not the same uh, uh, run blocking. So that that's why you see, you see a different uh, Zeke, a big difference there. Yeah. And, and they don't have confidence in their running game, so they they bail on it quick. Man. From the Cardinals' perspective, they can still they can still win the division, correct? Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Rams, Cardinals Rams. win. Yeah, it could so very we, well happen. So we have a card. That's one of the intriguing things of the weekend. We have a Cardinals win for at the they're both playing at four o'clock. Cardinals have Seattle coming to Arizona. Likely Russell Wilson's final game as a Seahawk. This is the kind of the Cardinals are as a good team. They do tend to win these games. They're supposed to win. Um, so I think they win the game. And then the Niners playing for their playoff lives at the Rams with the Rams, another, another like team with a good record that doesn't instill like a ton of confidence in you. Like, like it it starts at the quarterback position. We talk about it. I mean, if, if the Ravens had a pulse, they would have won that game this week. Stafford threw another pick six. The, the Niners, Assuming Garoppolo plays because Lance looks like, I mean, he looks like he's got all the ability in the world, but he he also looked like he was not ready for this kind of, you know, he's not ready to go and stand back there and deal with Aaron Donald in a, in a must win game. Um, assuming Jimmy G's back, the Niners have been playing really well. They have that crap loss to, to Seattle in there, but they've been playing, they've been playing good and it's a tough out for the Rams and it's a must win for the Rams, man, it's a, it's a tough game for me to pick in Los Angeles. I don't know how much that benefits them. Like, is the place going to be half 49ers fans coming, coming down? John, what's your analysis of this game? Well, the, the Niners pummeled the Rams in the, uh, in that first meeting. And, just, uh, but it was it was the same. It was because you know they got uh, Stafford uh, a couple picks, they got a couple turnovers, and and they controlled that game all the way, thirty-one ten. But I, I think the Rams are on a roll now, and that was a uh, that was an uplifting uh, final drive there. That that fourth down play, 
by uh, Beckham. Uh, I, I got to be fair, man. I'm not, I'm not gonna be, uh, you know, I'm not gonna be biased. Uh, that, that's, that's the kind of play that you want to see. Uh, where the game, it, where if he, if he don't make that play, the game's over. That, that, that's a win or lose play. And uh, we know great the receiver, but the receiver draped all over him on fourth down. Uh, do, do with that, and even Stafford too. There was, there was pressure on him too. That, that's the kind of throws he, he can make. Uh, you know, when he gets away from. Uh, you know, being loose with the pick sixes, but but that was a uh, that's that's a clutch play. Uh, to me, that's more impressive than uh, you know one hand catches and uh, meaningless games that you lose. That's friggin' that's very impressive. And then to follow it up with the big the you know with the big touchdown over the, the middle plays over the middle and getting in. Uh, the, so maybe it looked like he turned the corner and uh, he's been so, a model teammate. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I you know, honestly, right. And I don't, I don't mean to use this opportunity to take like make, take cheap shots at anybody, but I think he finally had it so bad with Mayfield yeah, for those years. But you can't yeah. defend. Uh, I, I can't defend the way he went out and uh, that no, no, the, the nonsense with the father and all that. I don't, I don't uh, co-sign on any of that garbage. Uh, he, he didn't. No, but it. like what I'm saying is that. He's true. I think he's truly just happy to be in even just like a reasonable situation. Yeah, but but <laughs> I, I don't think the, you know it, it was like people were taking the uh, you know the Mayfield side. It was just the, it was just the way he he did it, it was garbage. So that, that that'll never change. Uh, I'll never change my opinion on that. But hey, it worked out for him. Uh, if, you, if you force your way out and you get into a better situation, and now he's got a chance at the bowl. But yeah, but I think the the Rams are going to pull out a tough one, even though. Uh, if you're, uh, you know, if you're, if you're Cardinals fans and you want the division, you, you should, you should still uh, have some hopes because the Niners uh, really put it to them. And uh, uh, I think Shanahan's uh, uh, got something on uh, McVay in their, uh, in their past meetings. But I, I, I'm going to go with the Rams. Mojo uh, Stafford stays away from the picks because he just handed the Ravens a couple bad ones. Is it really senior? This is the the game could break down pretty simply. Right. And do you think it's this simple that you've got two turnover machines at quarterback, right? Garoppolo turnover machine when he's going bad and Stafford has been a turnover machine all season. Is it really just a matter of kind of who gets ahead and can run the ball and take the ball out of these guys, you know, take the ball a little bit out of these guys' hands? Like, that's kind of my pet. Like you see, if you see a Niners win, it's, the Niners are up 10 nothing, and then basically Garoppolo just kind of doesn't have to throw much the rest of the game. They can lean on Eli Mitchell and Debo, et cetera. Yeah, well, they, uh, I think their running game is maybe because they use it, utilize it more, but it's probably more reliable than the Rams. Oh, game. definitely. I think 100%. You know, they, so if they get a lead, certainly that can be a formula for them. But you look at it the other way, and, you know, Stafford is such a mixed bag, but Stafford gets it going. Not only gets it going, I mean, Stafford is much more, much more capable of putting stuff, scoring points through the air than Jimmy G or Trey Lance. You know, Stafford could, like, like that last game. It's it's such a mixed bag that Stafford. You know, he, th- he throws his fourth pick six of the year. He throws another bad pick, but the same guy leads a really clutch drive at the end. That's something that you want your quarterback to be able to do, you know, with the whole game on the line, puts it on his shoulders. Yeah. Great plays by the receiver. That's fine. But he, he's doing it. And, and, you know, now you got OBJ playing well and you get, I mean, cup had a good game again. I mean, cup is unbelievable. So, so they can do a little more through the air, but the 49ers, I give the edge in the running game where if they get a lead and just lean on it, they can win that way. And the other thing I, you know, throughout Stafford's career, I know he wasn't on a good team most of his career, but Stafford's been uh, the epitome of the streaky quarterback, right? And so going beyond this game, if, and it's a big if, with all the experienced star power they have on that defense and the weapons that they have on that offense at the receivers, if Stafford gets on one of his hot streaks, they could go all the way. They're a legitimate oh, yeah. Super Bowl. They've they've got the talent to go all the way. I mean, they've gone. They're all in, right? I mean, that's what that's what the whole deal is. And it, and I think it relies on him that if he gets on one of his hot streaks, they're going to be hard to beat. This game is a hard game to call. 
because because he's such an X factor. I got a feeling the 49ers are going to win this. After all I just said, I got a feeling the 49ers <laughs> are going to win this game. And it's mostly because I think they're going to be, you know, as much as it means a lot to the Rams to win the division, it means even more to the 49ers. The 49ers, it's a do or, it's a do or die game. It's a, you know, loser, loser goes home game. And I, I just find it not really logical in my mind that that team doesn't make the playoffs because I think they're a playoff team. So just for that reason, I'm, I'm going to pick the 49ers in that game. And in the same breath say, and I think the Rams are a team very capable of winning the Super Bowl. Hey, if they lose, all the Niners need, all the Niners need is, is one vintage Matty Ice performance against the Saints and that could also get them in. Yeah, it's but, not impossible because the Saints are far from being unbeatable, but I certainly want, wouldn't want to be counting on the Falcons. You know, they, they, they're definitely looking at it as a... Uh, I know. I'm, 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 I'm just kidding, kidding around. I don't think it's impossible. It's not impossible. You know, the Saints aren't that much of a power. They have a lot of trouble scoring points, but... So I like... Go ahead. <laughs> I, li- I like the Niners as well in this game. I think they're just a, a better team overall, and I think they match up really well to the Rams. So I like the Niners. Now, John, if we're if this happens, right, where the Cardinals win the division and the Rams are the wild card, do we get we get Rams Cowboys, correct? Uh I'm not sure on the uh, how this will work I, out. I believe it's Rams Cowboys. I don't have it in front of me, but you'd have the Cardinals and the Cowboys would have the same record, presumably twelve and five, and the Cardinals beat them head to head, right? So they would be the three. Yeah, the yeah. Rams would be that uh that first wild card. Yeah, that that would be it. That would be hmm. another another nightmare scenario for Dallas. So pick your poison. Dallas is going to have a tough game, regardless. It looks like in week in the first round of the playoffs. So a team we haven't talked about yet. Your number one seed in the AFC, Tennessee. You know Miami coming in on the big winning streak. I think I picked Miami to win the game like an asshole. That's what I. Uh, that's what I get. Uh, Tennessee just completely stomped them. Made them look like absolute pretenders, just a just a vicious beatdown. And Tennessee activated Derrick Henry, or designated him for activation. Where if they can win, I don't think he's going to play this week. Most likely, I think it would be kind of foolish for them to play him this week. If they can take care of business at Houston, you have Tennessee clinching the number one seed and having that buy. And presumably being at home through the playoffs with Derrick Henry. You gotta I mean, you gotta give Vrabel a lot of credit, right, for for the position he has this team in. Absolutely. And uh maybe they'll uh, just give him a few carries few carries to wipe the rust off and uh and then you get the and if you get the win you get the you get the bye week and then you, get, you got derrick henry at full force so they'll have as good a shot as any yeah absolutely and i mean i think to me looking at looking at the i mean the afc playoff picture is is basically kind of set right like the things that need to happen for these wild scenarios where the Ravens or the Steelers or whoever get in, they're all predicated on like Indianapolis losing to Jacksonville. And senior was talking before the, before the podcast senior said, and he doesn't usually do this hundred percent chance that Indianapolis <laughs> wins that game. Jacksonville after, after, after getting thumped by the Patriots, no chance, even at home, that they beat India. Am I right about that, senior? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's that's signed, sealed, and delivered. Indy's got a solid team. That they're, they're not gonna they're not gonna lose to those jokes in in, in, in the last <laughs> game. Of the I mean, really. I mean, a Jacksonville team. I mean, yeah, I'd like to feel good about the Patriots win. Yeah, they did what they had to do, but 
that is an awful, awful, awful football Bill, team. Bill made sure to put that 50-burger on him to defend his boy, <laughs> his buddy Urban Meyer. <laughs> yeah, the, Ur- the Urban Cowboy completely ruined that team. and they, That's just – you know those guys just can't – they just can't wait to uh, get the hell out of the locker room and, yeah, and that, go, go and get the golf game going, whatever it is they're going to do in the offseason. You just want that game to be over if you're part of that team. It's <laughs> – it's a really, really, they're just awful. So let me ask you guys, in order of, uh, in order of probability, rank, uh, rank the uh, impossible upsets. Uh, as far as Jets over Buffalo, uh, the, the Jaguars over the Titans, or, uh, or I mean, uh, Jaguars over Tennessee, or, or Titans over, uh, over the uh, Colts. Yeah, yeah, Houston, Texans over Houston, sorry. So Houston is... Houston's shown some life, and Tennessee does does have some bad games. So, I think you have to put that as the as the most likely of the unlikely. It's in Houston. So that they one, played pretty well. You can throw on Tennessee. Davis Mills has looked good. Cooks has having a good year. Texans Texans won. Okay, and number two would be uh, the Jets or the Jaguars. The Jaguars. I don't. I'm sorry, senior, but the Jaguars at home. I was telling senior before the podcast. They've won. I believe it's six six in a row against Indianapolis. I don't think they're going to win the game, but I think they have a better chance of winning the game than the Jets do of going to Buffalo and and winning. So uh, I got the I got the Jets uh, over the Jaguars. Recency bias. The Jets are not good. The Jets aren't winning in Buffalo in a game Buffalo really cares about. Come on. Look at that. Uh, oh, look how Allen's <laughs> played in bad weather. There might be some weather, uh, wind and stuff. Look uh, he how he played versus three, Atlanta. Just threw three picks last week. Yeah, he looked awful. What did that he that Atlanta game was uh, was so close. Uh, I, I, it came during a, a crazy time, but that Atlanta game, they they, they had a, a touchdown, which would have cut it to seven uh, with Ryan. But uh, he, he, got, he, he was stopped short at the half-yard line, and then Ryan got called for a taunting penalty, so it, it brought him back for uh, – you know, they brought him back to first and goal with the 15, and they don't wind up getting in. But if they got that one in, that that might have been dicey because Allen was uh, throwing some uh, turnovers uh, to keep uh, Land in the game. I would, I think he's shown that he can't really play in the weather. So I, I would give the Jets a fighting chance. And also that that looks good for you guys because even if they pull pull through on the, uh, uh, if they pull through on the division, uh, that first round is uh, heating up where they they would uh, want that that pat that Pat's Bills in Monday night again that that Monday night playoff. And you guys got to hope for a nice, uh, windy 15 degrees because yeah. Allen looks like he's a he's a warm weather quarterback. I mean, you got to. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I, do, I mean, the Jets and the Jaguars. There's not like a big difference there. I mean, the Jets no, barely beat they, they barely beat them. They played two weeks ago. They barely beat them at home. And Indy. I mean, like I know Allen hasn't been. <laughs> hasn't been playing that well but if you're if you're if you're really asking me who who am i going to take if i think the jets and the jaguars are about even carson wentz on the road in a game they have to win or josh Josh allen at home in a game they have to win did you see see how the patriots ran on that defense do you think that carson wentz is even a factor I just—I I don't think they're going to win the game. Again, again, I don't think they're going to win the game. They're probably both going to lose. It's probably a crazy argument, but as bad as the Jets are, I think they're a little better. They, they got a little more life left. Uh, they the, 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 the Bills are better than the, the Colts. Showed, the Jets actually showed some signs of life last week. The Jaguars looks like a team that's already on the golf course last week. They played yeah. the week before, two weeks ago. And the game went right down to the wire. The Jaguars didn't score from like the two yard line at the end of the game to win the game. They played each other. Yeah. Okay. Well, neither one has much of a chance to win, but I, the Jets will put up a better fight than the Jags will. The Jags are, I've rolled over. They're done. They've cashed in the season and not been, and it's not, has it's been that awful, you know? What those guys went through with, but that idiot coach and everything else, they've had it. They're done. They're Gentlemen, done. They didn't even look like they, they wanted to be on the field last week. So, I mean, we, since we're arguing about it, we're going to come back next week. And I'm, I'm going to say that I think Indianapolis wins the game. But I think the Jaguars, the, 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 differ, the differential 
is closer than Bills Jets. Well, we'll see. I think it's a closer game. That no, I'm out on a limb. That's my uh, that's my that's my prediction. Okay, and we'll we'll agree to disagree. <laughs> we'll see after the death of the Colts win by three, and you're needing you're needing Zach Wilson in the friggin' snow at Buffalo at four thirty to keep it close. All right. Anyway, I'm sorry. The but the, the like hell. Yeah. We already talked. We already talked more than we needed to about these games, right? So the overwhelmingly most uh, most likely scenario is that the uh, the the teams hold serve. Tennessee, Tennessee, Buffalo, and Indianapolis win. If that's the case, you're looking at the Patriots in a wild card and Sunday night game, with, which will actually be it'll be the in the game of the week just because of because of the stakes, right? And we talked about it a little yeah. earlier. Chargers Same. at Vegas. To Senior's point earlier, two teams that have, um, you know, certainly not looked like playoff teams at certain points this season. The Chargers seem to alternate good games with bad games, and they really kick the shit out of Denver this week. So for that reason, and that and the Raiders always seem to win games. I think they're going to lose. So for that reason and that reason alone, I'm going to go with Derek Carr and the Raiders. It's a nice story, as Senior alluded to. Them, they they won by keeping games close. Their defense is playing well. You would think that they're going to pound the ball down the Chargers' throats, and Raiders by three gets them into the playoffs. John, the the Raiders' uh, best games have been on the on the road this year, but uh, to you know, so they've had to, their best their best wins uh, at Dallas, uh, at Cleveland, uh, very impressive, and last week too at the Colts. So uh, they really haven't had that that home mojo. Going back to Senior's point, uh, how this year it's been crazy uh, with the, uh, the with the home teams, but uh, man, every, everybody's picking the Chargers. It seems. But I'm I'm just going with the uh, also senior alluded to the the great the, the ghost of John Madden's uh, going to get him through this year and and also uh, Darren Waller might uh, come off the injured uh, list to help him out and uh, I, I I like the the Raiders to pull it off. All right, senior. Yeah, I hate you to do it to, to the go I hate to do it to the island. No, because I hate I hate to do this because. <laughs> and, uh, I not only think they're going to win, I'm kind of pulling for them because I just don't like soft teams. And so it's easy for me to root against the San Diego team. And I, the, the, the Raiders are kind of a fun team. I think they've overachieved and you kind of can't help but pull for them a bit. And with the Madden thing and the fact that, they, you know, their home city is, is like a, a pretty cool place, too. So, so I'm gonna make. I hope I'm not putting the. Uh, oh my God, you definitely are. I, 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 this I week seen... in the NFL curse on them, but you guys saved me for last, you know. And I can't go against what I'm picking. So. From what I see, we're the only three it's picking sweet. of the Raiders. We're the only three picking. Right. Raiders, it's so. the only three they need, John. It's the only three they need. We know more than those TV guys. <laughs> yeah, and and I, I I will say there's a caveat to my pick that. It wouldn't really surprise me at all if the good Chargers show up and they beat them by 25 points, right? I mean, they're certainly capable of that. But yeah. the I mean, e- I mean the, the, the Raiders tend the to muck minutes. it up. It's the Raiders. Exactly. Exactly right, Senior. It's, um, you know, again, kind of a Celtic scenario with, <laughs> with the Chargers. <laughs> they better win by a lot <laughs> if they're going to win. Or the Vikings, Vikings do that, you know, before, <laughs> before Cousins uh, didn't play that game. But yeah, guys, so I think we kind of touched on everything. It was a nice Patriots win. I don't think there's a whole lot you can take from it because of, because of, as Senior alluded to, the Jaguars. Are, they really kind of laid down right from the opening kickoff. They've been saying they were saving it all for this week against the division rival. The Jaguars, <laughs> the Jaguars were looking ahead a week. To, to the game that had meaning. But we'll be seeing what's happening. So after after week 18, just a little housekeeping here. 
we'll come at you with our big playoff preview where you'll get our our full predictions once we know the once we know the playoff bracket. Um, we're going to not probably be talking too much about the week 18 games because so few of them have any meaning unless maybe there's some big injuries like, you know, the ultimate would be Rogers forcing him. You know, he really wants to play if he were to if he were to go down at Detroit because he forced forced the coach to play him. But not that we would wish that on anyone. But it would be good. Something it would be uh, interesting to talk about. So, guys, got anything else? I know. I was glad uh, seeing you brought up uh, John Madden. We we uh, we neglected to pay proper tribute uh, last week, uh, but but then again, it was good that we waited for a uh, senior. Uh, really, uh, really changed the game as far as uh, you know the broadcasting, it, it, and uh, pretty much universally loved. It's not like we're today where uh, a lot of the top guys like uh, Sims and Collinsworth, most people like can't stand them. And uh, and for me, with the uh, you know with the with the homosexuals out there, I'm not one of them. I'm not a not a big fan. Uh, so, but Madden was pretty much universally loved, and he he really changed. Uh, like before, the the announcers would be like basic, like what's going to be the key to the game, and it's like, oh well, uh, if the quarterback uh, you know has a good game, you know, real like basic stuff. But Madden like got inside, uh, you know, would focus on the, you know what the offensive line was doing or the defensive line, and uh, and and really uh, it changed the game. Uh, made, made a more in-depth analysis and also very entertaining. And lastly, we didn't, we, you know, we, we know that there's a big bears contingent that listens to us. So finishing the season strong, the bears. T- Timmy Slopka was at the game uh, to, to witness that, uh, that giant shellacking. Congrats to him. Uh, so good. John, I think it's, it's indicative of maybe like we need an upgrade at the quarterback at the backup quarterback position when uh, middle of the first quarter you just refuse to th- you refuse to throw a pass <laughs> the whole rest of the game. Uh, there's a there's an upgrade needed in uh, just every position on the field and the and the sidelines too. So the less said about that, the better. But it did prove that if you don't pass, Saquon Barkley can run for a hundred yards. Uh. He finally got, he might pass uh, Devin Booker as the leading rusher. <laughs> but yeah, great, you know, in all seriousness, the Bears the Bears showed themselves this year to not be a true just horrible bottom feeder. They have some they have some pieces, and the future does look pretty good there with with yeah, Fields they, and. They they can't wait to get Nagy out of town. Uh, I mean, I, I guess uh, they they need an upgrade on the on the coaching. But he did get them to a couple playoffs, and uh, they believe me, there are worse coaches that will be having jobs uh, next year. And unfortunately, uh, one of them will be on my sideline. It looks like. And I, I'll give big big props to a bear to to Robert Quinn who, in that game, broke uh, the great Richard Dent single season sack right. record. The great pass rusher from the '86 Bears, uh, Robert Quinn, under the radar. You know, when they when they talk about defensive players, and you're hearing, you know, the usual names, T.J. Watt and stuff. No, nobody talks about Quinn because because he plays for the Bears. Sorry, Tim, <laughs> but the guy's had a fabulous <laughs> year, and you know, deserves some props. Props to Robert Quinn. And there you go. Go ahead, senior. Uh, that's it. Uh, you know, I'm. Um, we, it's not a game you talk about because it's it's meaningless. But I'll I'll pick the Bears. I'll go on record and pick the Bears to win another one this week to really finish the season on a high note. Nice winning streak to end the season for the Bears. Something something to hopefully give you some hope for next year. The only prediction I'll make out of that game is it'll be uh, the last uh, game for both of those coaches. That's the Black Monday game. That's the Black Monday game. So hear me out, Sean. That's a three-game winning streak for the Bears if they win that yeah. game. Is that the Rex Ryan where it saves Nagy's job? No, 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 no. No, that's, you that, think he's done? Impossible, yeah. They need an upgrade there. I, I think uh, Peterson uh, will be headed there. You that, never that, know. That, I think I think I think Zimmer's done, hundred yeah, percent, no matter yeah. what. No, de- de- definitely Nagy too. But but that's a prime uh, job. You got a great, you got got solid defense, and uh, you got an up and coming quarterback. That that's uh, I, I think that's perfect for a, a great fan base too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they really they just kind of need a number one receiver, and we did have one just become available this week. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> 
they got and and Mooney isn't and Mooney could be a number one receiver. There's another there's another good piece on the Bears. Oh yeah, no, the Bears have. I like the Bears, and we we Tim, we like the Bears here. No matter what Senior says, he's trying to play nice after trashing them for the first sixteen weeks of the season. Uh, There's Lee. We see Lilo is calling. Lilo giving the Bears a big nod too. She likes the Bears. We, we love Tim. Uh, the Bears, not so much. But. <laughs> there you go, Lilo. <laughs> All right. Peterson. How about Josh McDaniels over there, John, with the young quarterback? Yeah, that's Josh a possibility. Josh McDaniels and Justin Fields. I would Joe that Judge. wouldn't be a bad thing. Wouldn't be good for us here in New England, but wouldn't be a bad yeah. thing for the Bears. He does deserve another shot. It would be a good. It's a. It's a pretty nice landing spot for a coach. When you look at, I mean, Minnesota as well. I mean, Minnesota's got some real talent. Yeah. Um, but they don't like. They're kind of hamstrung with Cousins. Like, what do you do there? It's one of these. One of those guys. Like, eh, you know, you you saw like what they looked like without him this week. But is he ever really going to lead you to the promised land? Yeah, he's not. He's better than some, you know, but. But he's not that guy. He's kind of he's kind of a tweener. Yep. Yeah. A lot of QBs. A lot of QBs. Legitimate starter, but maybe not the guy that'll ever put you over the top. And you know, while we're here, we didn't talk about it, so we probably should. So Monday Night Football. As much as as I've um, I'm I'm not a Steelers fan, and not not I've not been a a big fan of Ben Roethlisberger over his career. It was a very, very nice moment. Um, them getting that win. I mean, the the Steelers faithful. I mean, it was re- really palpable how much he's meant to that franchise and to that fan base. So, congrats on the win, Ben. You're not making the playoffs, but you never know, right? If my if the Jaguars show up, but you're most likely not making the playoffs. But it was a um, it was a nice way for him to go out. And thankfully, you know, because the Steelers didn't play that great of an offensive game, kind of a typical Steelers offensive game this year. Thankfully, Baker was on the other side of the field to and to ensure that Ben went out on a high note. One last shot at Baker for the Cowboy. <laughs> I, I, I thought Senior was going to take one last shot at Ben. You know, he passed 46 times and he only had 123 yards. Yeah. It's an impressive stat. <laughs> <laughs> and, you, and you were the better of the two quarterbacks. Yeah. So even a, a crazy one in that game, the over-under for Deontay Johnson for his um, receptions was six and a half. So at one point, if you bet the over he had seven catches for 21 yards yeah the ultimate dink and dump my god yeah but what what do you guys think like like both these teams neither one of them has an answer at quarterback right like do you think russell wilson's a possible destination for either one of these teams yeah the steelers sure i mean that's a ready-made situation to win right i mean they But I think uh, I think Russell I think the Saints it makes too much sense for because he had him on the on his short list uh, last year yeah. and, and the other and the other teams uh, pretty much had their QBs uh, you know Chicago was was one of the other ones and they're pretty he's not gonna that's no longer in place so I think the Saints it makes too much sense and then yeah. Cleveland has to come back one more year with Baker right yeah they they oh. give him they give him the Danny Jones play the, see see what happens in the last year somebody floated something that uh. Maybe uh, Atlanta. Ryan's got a couple years left, so so Atlanta could bite the bullet with Baker for a year to get rid of uh, Ryan's two years, and uh, you draft somebody. Very but, similar know. to like what the Lions did with Stafford, and then yeah. took on yeah. took on Goff. Yeah, that's a that's a, a that's yeah a possible scenario. Yeah, I mean, I think that was a real that it, that that was a good move for the Lions. Yeah, and I mean, it would be pretty funny seeing Baker, you know, sucking it up in the Georgia Dome. Yeah, and probably really Cleveland would be would be better with Matty Ice. Oh, definitely. So he's three times. I mean, even at, even diminished, he's at least twice as good as Baker is. Yeah, or yeah, or even him going to Pittsburgh. I mean, it's hard to picture that Pittsburgh is isn't going to get somebody. 
they can't. They have to. Rudolph isn't an NFL quarterback. I mean, are the Steelers just going to suck, you know? Or are they going to get somebody that's better than what Ben was this year? That shouldn't be that hard, but I don't know where they're going to find it. It's going to be interesting. Jimmy G may be on the move. We'll see. I mean, there's tips to fall. Watson has to go somewhere, right? Watson and Wilson, and then that's going to kind of dictate what happens for others. Like so, my, like if Miami gets one of those guys, like if Miami brings in Watson, then Tua goes somewhere. Right. I mean, it could be Houston, but Houston's probably pretty happy with David Mills. So maybe if you figure it out, right, and you get Tua in Pittsburgh. And the thing, the caveat with with Watson is he could go to the penitentiary. Right. Still in the realm of possibility that he's completely out of the. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be nice and not talk about what a great fit he would be in Pittsburgh. But (laughs) we know it's we know it's there, right? I mean, just pass the pass the torch. (laughs) It would be a happy ending for the Steelers, that's for sure. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Well, well worded, John. Okay, guys. On on, on that note, we've uh, we've. We've uh, devolved into, into into madness here. So Senior must have had at least two more Bloody Marys during the show. That's what happens so, when you go over when you go over the limit. And when, once you go past the hour, it's uh, exactly cool. exactly the the, the, the the Poirier hot sauce kicks in and things get spicy, as they say. <laughs> Swagoo. All right. So for for Mister D'Amato and for Cowboy Senior, I'm the Cowboy. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week with our huge playoff preview. I'm even going to try to get Ryder on board. So have a great week, everyone. See you next year, Hardball Brothers.